Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again, and welcome to the last episode of Leading from Alignment for the year 2020. 2020 is almost done, John. Well, I'm glad, and I'm a little bit uh, fearful of what the first quarter of 2021 <laughs> has it for us. Uh, hey, we're going to jump right into it today because I think what we're talking about probably has a weight to it that, mm -hmm. I mean, we talk about weighty issues, but this is the weightiest really, or one of the weightiest issues we can discuss. And, and you've entitled this, this conversation, should I stay or should I go? Why don't you just, why don't you just jump right in? So Jim, uh, 2020 has been a bear of the year, uh, yeah. especially for leaders and, and pastors are telling me, and I think they're even telling you that, uh, you know, this struggle feels like it has no end in sight. And I'm not sure how much longer I can hang in there. Yeah. Um, Barna group is predicting a significant exodus from pastoral ministry in 2021. And, um, you know, Jim, uh, Converge Coaching, our team is going to do everything in our power uh, with God's help, of course, to minimize that exodus. I mean, we, uh, you know, that's why we're talking about this subject today. Uh, uh, are we going to stay? Are we going to leave? And, and I've learned this because I'm old, um, making decisions when I'm tired, exhausted, or even depressed is almost always inadvisable. Yeah. Especially uh, a decision like this. Right. I think it's, it makes sense. When I'm in pain, what I'm thinking about is getting out of pain. When, when hope is gone, what I'm thinking about is finding hope. When I'm depressed, what I'm thinking about is is relieving whatever it is that's causing that that weight on my soul. It, it makes perfect sense. And I think to some degree, God designed us that way. You put your hand on the stove, you feel the pain, and you move. Um, but before we move, I think we should do some self-analysis. And yes. you've prepared some simple but really profound self-analysis questions. We would hope that everybody who is considering major changes in in their ministry or, or getting out of vocational ministry before right. you make these decisions, maybe we should ask ourselves these questions. So what are, what are some of those questions? So Jim, here's the first one. Uh, am I healthy enough to make a good decision? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's a deep question. Am I healthy enough? And you might not be able to ascertain that on your own. Um, yeah. You know, are you healthy enough spiritually? Right. Yeah, there's more than one measure of health, right? There's, right. We're you not just a spirit or just a body or just a soul. We're all three of those things. Right. So, so you know, I, I, I think what's my walk with God been like? Yeah. Uh, re, and for real. Uh, Jim, I, I am really kind of shocked. I shouldn't be, but I'm really shocked by the number of leaders who tell me their devotional life uh, is a mess. Yeah. And, um, and so that's, that's something to, to consider. Uh, another, another, uh, sub question under this first one, am I, am I healthy enough? Is am I healthy enough mentally and emotionally? Yeah. You know, what kind of thoughts have been dominating my mind? What, what emotions have I attached to those thoughts? Um, hmm. Even am I healthy enough relationally? And we're going to talk about that one a little bit more in a minute, but, but when those three pillars, your, your spirit, your mind and your emotions and your relationships are in good shape, you're going to make better decisions most of the time. 
Yeah. So before you decide, hey, I'm going to stay or I'm going to go, get healthier yeah. before you make that big decision. Right. And this can be as simple as talking to a counselor, uh, mm -hmm. coffee with a good friend where you're honest, right. taking a walk or a run, uh, taking a nap um, or two or three naps, taking a couple of afternoons off this week. Because we're talking about decisions that will change the trajectory of our life of our Correct. families lives and of, of the people we serve lives. This is not a small thing coming and going is there's some real weight on getting this properly uh, concluded Yes, and, and to make sure that the computer we put it in the, the, the questions into is healthy, right? That's it's, right. It's more than, than just, I feel we have to know. Absolutely. Mm. Okay. So uh, what's, what's your other one? I, am I healthy enough to make a good decision? Here's what's the, the second. Yeah. Here's the second one, Jim. Is God sending me or am I running away? Uh, we've gone from mentor to tormentor. Here we go. I've just, I've, just, I've just pivoted. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So in, in February, uh, let me give you an example of God sending. Yeah. So about three and a half years ago, Jim, I was serving in a part-time capacity as a campus pastor. Um, and the campus was doing well. Uh, and we had a great group of leaders there. But I was sensing this deep yearning to get back to full-time with Mm -hmm. our our ministry converge coaching and i approached our pastor about the upcoming transition i was sensing now everything at the campus was moving with great momentum uh we didn't have uh, any people issues to speak of um uh it was just time to give full attention to my primary yeah. assignment i wasn't running away from problems i was being sent once again toward my life's calling. Yeah. So Jim, you said something while we were preparing for this uh, episode about if God removed the problem you're trying to solve, uh, you know, that you haven't been able to solve, would, would that impact your decision? Can you talk a little yeah. bit about that? Because yeah, I thought I, that was fascinating. One of the questions I ask when someone is on the verge, it feels like, I say, what's, what's the issue? Well, I don't know. And they'll say, it's money, it's, uh, people it's a sense of competency or the lack thereof it's controversy it's and so i, I just pose the question well what if money like what if, what if god just dropped the lottery ticket in the offering and and money was no longer an issue uh, what, what if a family showed up and and you had plenty of workers and that wasn't a lack anymore what if the deacon who's deacon possessed you know and causes all the issues decided to go somewhere else or or, be, or repented publicly repented and became your best friend. Would that change the trajectory of this decision? And if the answer is yes, then I have to point back to it. Then the reason you're making the decision is because of circumstance. This is, this is not a burning bush where God's speaking to you. You, you may very well be believing the lie that, that God can't fix this or God won't fix this or you're, you're to blame for the issue itself. So if you say that if you remove the circumstances causing the most pain and now you want to stay, can I suggest that maybe we're never supposed to leave because the motivation for staying or the motivation for leaving was not linked to obedience. It was linked to a relieving of pain. And I, and I get that pastoring people in general can be extraordinarily painful. Uh, the, the most difficult thing God ever asked me to do is to love my neighbor as myself. Loving him mm -hmm. doesn't seem to be a problem, but, but extending that love from him through me to others is a, is a daily challenge. So I get that. But at, at the same time, I just, I don't want us to make decisions that once we, once we do get healthy, once we do take the nap, take the walk, get the break, we go, man, I never should have 
broken right. those relationships. And, and Jim, um, I have observed uh, in my own life, in my own career, and in the lives of some others who said, I can't do this anymore. I'm going somewhere else. And they, were, they weren't being sent by God. They were running away. Found that in the next place, it wasn't much better. No, no the, the names have changed for, to protect the innocent. But, but all the characters, right? All the characters are in the next script. Yeah. yeah. And maybe what God's doing is he's, he's, maybe this is leadership. And maybe this is part of learning. I, third grade was hard on me. Uh, but I had to pass the test before I could go on to fourth grade. Right. And if I failed to pass those tests, they would have put me back through third grade again. And if I failed those tests, they put me back through third grade again. Because you have to know how to read before you go to fourth grade. You learn to read up till third grade, but you read to learn from fourth grade on. Right. So they, they could not promote me until I, was, I, I had the ability to move into fourth grade. And I think sometimes yes. God does the same thing with us. He allows us uh, a repetition of, of circumstance. Right. Um, until we learn, until we obey, until we overcome. And it's merciful. He's, he's promoting us. He's not killing us. Right. He's moving right. us forward. And, and one, you know, I, I know we said we had three questions to ask, but it just, yeah. what you just said, just generated uh, question 2.1. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> and that is, have I learned mm -hmm. everything God wanted me to learn in this assignment? Yeah. Because if you, the answer is no, he loves you too much to yeah. let you not learn that. So he will allow the yeah. next assignment to push up to the same pain points. And um, so a very important, this second question is huge, Jim, in terms of should I stay yeah. or should I go? And I would say this, I, and I, there, there's a quitting. You were talking about not, not finishing a task, mm -hmm. ending it prematurely, that's quitting. There is a difference between quitting and finishing. Yes. And I am not suggesting that everybody should be in their position that they're in right now for the next 50 years Correct. until Jesus returns because we can finish. But I think that's a question that belongs in this, this number two, number 2.1 is, can you honestly look God in the eye and say, I have completed the task for which I was sent. I, I, mm. I'm finished, not I quit. Because if you right, quit, right. I think that's when we do go around the mountain another time as many times as necessary. I, you know, it should have taken 40 days. It took 40 years. And God wasn't tired by the time they got to the promised land. He was still God. He was still at his zenith. But he's, he's patiently allowing things to die through a mm -hmm. painful process. And I think the sooner we, sooner we get there, the better. I just heard a great uh, Spurgeon quote, actually, just an hour ago. And said, you, we need to kiss the waves that, that, that dash us on the rock of, of ages. I thought mm -hmm. that's a... You know, instead of cursing the wave that throws me into the rocks, we need to kiss the waves that crash us into the rock of ages. Because until mm -hmm. we learn his strength, our, our strength will fail, but his right. strength never will. So, if, you know, and there's another question, am I quitting because it became too hard uh, or, is, or, or have I finished? Is God finished with me here? Is God finished through me here? If he is, then man, without any guilt or shame or just move, you know, it's right. time for fourth grade, you know, cut a cake and, and light some candles and have some fun. But if not, boy, I would really challenge, because there is a regret, right? As we get older, the things that I regret are not what, I, what I'm doing. It's the woulda, shoulda, and couldas of Correct. my past. Yep. And so stick in there. If, if, God's, if you're finished, don't stick in there. If you're not, I think we both encourage people to really think it through. Right. Am I healthy? How do I get healthy? And, and then am I just running away? Because if you're right. running away, you're probably running into 
the very same thing in a new dynamic. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's pretty much certain. So let me give you one more question, yeah. uh, Jim, that I think everybody who's listening, who's thinking about, should I stay or should I go, needs to ask themselves. And that's this, am I flying solo or do I have a team helping me process this decision? Yeah. Um, you know, earlier we mentioned one of the parameters of health had to do with our relationships. Yeah. You know, so, so I would ask, and I often ask a leader when they're considering this, I ask them several questions. Um, you know, what is your spouse saying about yeah. the possibility of moving on? And that's a fascinating question to get. I mean, the answers I get back are fascinating with that one, Jim. Um, here's another one. Do you have a coach or a mentor walking with you? Sometimes it's me. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes it's not me. Sometimes they just call me off the cuff and say, Hey, John, you know, I'm, I'm considering this. And they said, well, you, you shouldn't walk through this decision by yourself. I mean, you can try to do that, but why, why would you? Yeah. In, yeah. in my opinion, Jim, very few leaders, if any, can make a healthy transition decision, fly, flying solo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's I okay to begin that decision alone. I think it's okay to begin. Yes. That. I'm in the desert and I see a burning bush, but I, but I got to tell my wife and my father-in-law and my kids. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think it's, I, I think what we get in the wilderness needs to be tested in, in the community, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I, again, to wash it through. And again, we don't let people make our decisions. People mm -hmm. aren't responsible to obey what God has spoken to us, but man, if they love us, if nothing else, if they disagree with us, that tests the decision we've made in a healthy way. Uh, where we can say, I, I heard everything you said. I can't debate a word of it, but I just know. And, I, and sometimes being, being tested by people we respect that may say, I, I don't think that's a good decision. That's good for the process too, right? Because it, yes, it, it solidifies it. Yeah. I mean, when I took the campus pastor role, we mentioned that a little earlier, yeah. Jim, when, when our lead pastor asked me to take that role, my, the first thing out of my mouth was no. <laughs> I didn't want yeah. to do it. We were, we yeah. were on a roll with Converge Coaching. I didn't want to be distracted. Right. Um, and, and he, he asked me if I'd pray about it. And I said, no, I, I don't even want to do that. Um, <laughs> but he, he urged me, he said, please, would you pray? And so I said, okay, give me two weeks and I'll get back to you. And, um, and you know what? During that two weeks, Jim, the first thing I wrote in my journal was, Seven reasons why this is a bad idea. <laughs> oh. And through prayer and, and fasting, yeah. the Lord answered all seven of those objections. And he made it perfectly clear, Jim, that yeah. this is what he wanted me to do. Even though at the time, Jim, it made no logical sense to me. I could not give logic to it. Yeah. But I knew in my heart that God was saying, you are going to do this. Yeah. And um, three months into that assignment, the light bulb went on and I understood what God was up to, but I had no idea. I could not explain it rationally because it made no sense. Right. Now that doesn't happen a ton. That hasn't happened a ton in my walk with God, but that sure. was one of those moments. And, and so I had a team. I, I talked to people about it. Um, and, and some people were saying, no, no, John, don't do that. Don't do it. Interestingly yeah. enough, and I know we're running out of time. I asked, I told Laura about it. And you know what she said to me? Huh. She said, you need to do that. <laughs> Just like that. Out yeah. of the blue. And, wow. I, and I said, I disagree. Um, <laughs> 
but she ended up being right. You know, so right. I know your spouse, if you're married, your spouse needs to be involved in this with you. Yeah. Um, you need outside help because I don't make good decisions in a, uh, of this nature in a relational vacuum. So Jim, yeah. you know, sometimes and a lot of times staying is the right decision. Yeah. Sometimes leaving is the proper call. Sure. Um, but you know, if your leadership just feels heavy and not worth doing anymore, I want Jim and I want you to ask yourself these three questions. Are you healthy enough to make a good decision? Is God sending you or are you running away? Are you flying solo or do you have a team helping you and, and come back with solid answers yeah. to all of those before you make an important decision that you might end up regretting down the road? Yeah. I, you know, twice in my life, I was uh, in pain and wanting to, wanting to quit, not, not finish, but quit. Yeah. One was a financial struggle when I was a youth pastor, or one was a, really a relational and burnout struggle as a senior mm -hmm. pastor. And both times I was very, when, when I did hear from God, it was stay. And my first reaction wasn't yay, it was, I was mad at God. I, was, mm -hmm. I felt like he called me back to an abusive marriage. I felt like he called me back into, a, into the quicksand. I, was, I had finally found a way out of it. And I, when I saw him face to face, like, hey, I made it out. He said, yeah, but you're not supposed to be out. You're supposed to be back in. Mm -hmm. After that obedience, uh, it, it, there was a shift. There was a shift because I, I, it's almost like I'd resigned myself to the fact that I'm supposed to be here. So now my circumstances, my success, the money, the people, the personalities, they no longer matter. What I'm doing is the right thing to do. There was yeah, a grace yeah. that came with that revelation that I'm in the right place. And, uh, you know, and, and I have left positions uh, because it was time to go and I've stayed. But I know this, that when I stayed and it was hard, it, it was not much longer. And I'm not promising everybody as soon as you stay, it's going to be okay. But in my own personal time, the two times that I burned out and quit, um, that God didn't allow me to quit. And out of obedience, not out of joy, I decided to do what he told me to do. And shortly after that, everything that was, that was on my list of things that was hurting me, bothering me, destroying me, depressing me, they were relieved. So I, I, I believe this, that the right thing to do is obedience. I don't know what the question was, but the answer should be yes, Lord. Yeah. And, and, if we, and if we're ready to say, yes, Lord, regardless of the question he asks us, then, then we're going to be okay. And, and if we're not, then, then I, I, I think we'll still be okay. God will lead us around a mountain a few more times. Right. But the right answer is yes, Lord, regardless of the question. That's right. Yeah. So, Jim, thanks uh, for uh, joining me with this really important subject today. I'm glad that we got a chance to talk about it. I am very, very excited about our first two podcasts yeah. of 2021. Can I take just a minute? Please. Uh, is there some, I mean, there's an exciting announcement and some, some pretty cool stuff we're going to be talking about. Yeah, we're going to be launching video podcasting in, yeah. uh, in January. So I'm, I'm pumped up about that. And I'm really excited about our first guest. We're going we're gonna to kick the year off with a bang. Uh, Jenny Catron, who is one of the most influential leaders in the country, yeah. uh, will be our guest. Uh, for uh, pods 67 and 68 and uh, and uh, your wife Dina yes uh, who is the executive pastor at the Freedom Center yeah. Church will be joining the conversation and we're going to be tackling the sometimes uh, controversial subject of women in leadership 
Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and we're going to be exploring the real challenges women who have leadership gifts, some of the real challenges they experience in, in what can be a male-dominated yeah. uh, sector of society. So I am so excited and want all of you who are listening to make sure that the first two uh, Tuesdays in January that you're watching or listening uh, to what we've got served up for you. Right on. Uh, we're looking forward to it. So 2020 is in the books. 2021 is on its way. And it's been a pleasure, John, hearing your wisdom for another year. Thank you so much for your investment in leaders, in pastors, in deacons, and uh, just all of us. Those who've been willing to listen have benefited from your experience. So God bless you and your family uh, as you head into 2021. And God bless all of our listeners. We are yes, here yes. for you. We look forward to not just um, hearing, but, but seeing you. Are you seeing us? next week and um, we are excited about 2021 it's going to be a great year it's going to be everything god wants it to be in your life and we are praying for you cheering for you here for you and, and boy if there's ever been a time i said how do we get a hold of you that this conversation probably is a good one to say how if someone had that conversation should i stay or should i go john how do they do that with you so uh they go to our website convergecoach.com they click on the contact us button, Jim, and uh, that starts uh, the process of a, a 30 minute uh, free conversation with us yeah. to see yeah. if we can help. And, uh, and if we can't help, uh, we will direct you towards somebody who can. And I will say this, John and I are dear friends. We talk about everything except who, who talks to him about whatever they're talking about. He has never once said to me, Fred said this, or Bill said that, or John said that. He'd say, he'll say things like a client, we had a situation, but it is absolutely anonymous. Your board, yeah. your friends, me, uh, no one will know uh, about the conversation, but the two of you and God. So I would encourage everybody, before you make a major decision, you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. So God bless you, our dear listeners. We love you. Happy New Year. And we will talk to you again and see you again very soon as you continue to leave from home.